This is the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast with Charlie Badwini. What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast. That's right, two podcasts, one day. I'm a busy man, got making some money moves. Just like how we're about to make some money moves with some bets right here with Moneyline Max and Lucky Luke back on the Picks Pod. It's been a few weeks, but we've been keeping track. Uh, how are we doing tonight, boys? I'm doing pretty good. Riding high off a good week, 11 and yep. 4. I think that was the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Week eight was was pretty rough for me personally. I finished with my worst record of the year so far, five and ten against the spread. Max and Luke tied in first at eleven and four, uh, all time. So we haven't done this in a while, but we've still been giving picks, keeping track of 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 uh, all these games and whatnot. And right now, Max for the first time all year takes the lead at sixty one yeah. and forty four. I'm in second at 57 and 48, and Luke's Luke's right on my ass at 55 and 50. So this is a pretty big week for us. This could be a bit of a mo- bit of a mo- momentum change in the mm-hmm. in the record department. Unfortunately, we all took an L last night on Jets 10 and a half. <laughs> yeah, that, that was crazy. <laughs> listen, now listen, listen. If Mike White was playing, I, I it, this it would have hit. Spread would have hit. But was he not playing? Well, he, bro. So it, literally, first drive of the game. At, he he throws a touchdown pass to tie it up at seven, and mm-hmm. he 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 hurt his hand and he he didn't come. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Wilson, so, bro. so Josh Two Johnson throw away from uh, a backdoor cover. Yeah. It, oh my God, bro. It, yeah. It, the final score was thirty to forty-five, and Jets had the ball with like a minute left on on the Colts five-yard line, and mm-hmm. uh, Josh Johnson threw a pick. It wasn't really his fault. It was a tip ball, but yeah, the backdoor gotcha. cover was so close. It was so close. Uh, uh, so, yeah. so, so if it was Mike White playing, then, then he oh, yeah. if Mike White, that spread was hitting, bro, hundred percent. Yeah, okay. But moving on from Thursday night because we're recording this on a Friday. Uh, let's kick it off with Cleveland Browns at Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals two and a half point favorites at home, coming off a loss to the New York Jets. That's a pretty big gut punch to a team that is looking to to solidify themselves as a contender. Browns sitting at four and four on the season. Bengals five and three. It's a pretty big game for the AFC North. You know, Bengals are, I believe, in second place now behind the Ravens and the Browns. With a loss last week to the Steelers, I think they might be in last place in the AFC North. I wouldn't have guessed that if you asked me preseason. Uh, I'm going to be taking Bengals two and a half points. I think they're going to be pissed off. They're going to be coming off a game where, like, we should have won this. The Browns had a bit of dysfunction this week with the whole Odell Beckham Jr. controversy. He's They've decided that they're going to part ways, quote, quote, amicably. I don't really believe that. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be taking Bengals two and a half. Joey B at home. He's going to be uh, going to be telling Baker to to uh, go ice that shoulder, buddy, because I'm <laughs> the best quarterback in the division. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I was thinking Browns for a second, but then like, I realized that Odell's Odell's not playing, like, you know, Baker's got a messed up shoulder and everything. I don't think the Browns are looking too hot. I, I think the Bengals are, like, actually might make it to the playoffs. So um, I think so, too. So I think, uh, I think I'm think i going to have to go Bengals here. Browns are just in shambles, in my opinion. Between Baker's injuries, Nick Chubb's calf, Kareem's on IR. Pretty sure most of their starting line is not in. 
Yeah, they're missing a few key pieces there as well. Is Clowney back yet? Not too sure. They're, they're missing a lot of guys. I, I think maybe uh, they're going to be chalking up the L for this season and uh, and for this game specifically. I'm going Bengals. Yeah, I, I spe- specifically like that two and a half. I, I, I can easily see the Bengals winning by three, like like a, a last-minute field goal, even if it comes to that. But, yeah, two and a half, I, I like like that that point total right there. Mm-hmm. I dare say touchdown. Dare say touchdown. I, I I tend to agree. All right, moving on. Denver Broncos at Dallas Cowboys. Broncos sitting at four and four. Cowboys at six and one. Cowboys are ten point home favorites against a struggling Broncos team that started three and zero, then lost three straight or four straight, excuse me, and then finally picked up another win last week against Washington. Uh, kind of false hope for a lost season. They just traded Von Miller, so they're clearly not in in a, a win-now mode. Cowboys, even though without Dak Prescott last week, were able to squeak out a win, and I'm, I believe Dak's going to be back for this game fully healthy. And honestly, I'm taking the Cowboys minus 10 because the Broncos just, they stink, man. Like, that, <laughs> that, that 3-0 to start the season was such fool's gold. Like, they, they beat, like, I feel like we've talked about this before, but they beat the Giants, the Jets, and the Jaguars just to start 3-0. Yeah, that's, that's like, nothing. Yeah, it's not impressive at all. It's nothing. And the Cowboys are hot. They're going to be amped up with Dak being back, and I can see them just absolutely torching the Broncos' defense and, and, the, and, the, and the Cowboys' defense, for that matter, just making life hell for Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm taking Cowboys minus 10. To be honest, yeah, I'm, I'd be taking Cowboys minus 10, even if it was still Cooper Rush playing. <laughs> I don't yeah, know I mean, this one's this one's like you, you kind of have to go Cowboys. I mean, Broncos are just like nothing special. I don't know. Ten points is a lot, but like, like I just can't comfortably say Broncos plus ten even. So I'm just go um, yeah, with the Cowboys minus ten. Yeah, the, the the backdoor cover is definitely there, but like I don't know. It's just the Cowboys it, the Cowboys offense has been great, and the Broncos defense has been trash. So that's yeah. that's that's basically where my logic is coming from, even with that large ten point spread. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. We got two bottom of the barrel AFC teams. This one's a snooze fest. Houston Texans at Miami Dolphins. Both teams sitting at one and seven. The Dolphins with a respectable five and a half point favorite at home. Um, a quick piece of information for you guys here. I believe Terod Taylor is making his first start since his uh, his hamstring injury back in like week two. So if you guys remember how good they looked uh, in that first game against the Jaguars and the first half of that Browns game where the Texans actually had the Browns on the ropes for a little bit before he came out and Davis Mills came in. So I'm, I'm easily going Texans 5.5 here. They're actually in my parlay for the weekend. I think that's a, it's a lock and a half. I don't know about money line, but I like the Texans to keep it close with this struggling Dolphins team. And both two bad teams, I mean, uh, it, you just got to take that big spread like that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a gamble, like, you know, like, because he could go off uh, just because of history. So uh, I think I'm going to take that gamble. I'm going to go with uh, the Texans. Taking the Texans on that one. Yeah. Tyrod's coming back, right? Yep, he's playing. Yeah, absolutely. Dolphins are dookie. They're so dookie. They they really gave the Jaguars their first win after a 20-game losing streak. That's just That's nice. it's just embarrassing. And Right, uh, right. Right after the urban scandal, too. Yeah, for real. Like, come on now. You're really going to lose? Like, come on. Uh, see, the Dolphins being that bad is is making this season a lot easier to get through as a Jets fan. I hate the Dolphins with every inch of my heart. All right, moving on. Atlanta Falcons at New Orleans Saints. 
a NFC South matchup. Falcons Saints, a lot of vitriol there, a lot of hatred between these two teams. Falcons sitting at three and four, coming off a loss against the Panthers. Saints sitting at five and two after a big win against the Buccaneers. Saints are six and a half point favorites at home here. Uh, what's what's the move here, Luke? Or Simeon? Trevor Simeon will be starting at quarterback for the Saints. And Taysom's back from his concussion. Yeah, I got to go Saints, to be honest. Like, they kind of. I, I was saying during the week it was a bit of a fluke win. But to be fair, they did shock the world. I'm, I'm rolling with the Trevor Simeon train. Wow. Max? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Saints. I mean, I, I'm kind of sad. James isn't playing because he's the best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> but. Um, I mean, I, I just got to go Saints in this one, especially because it's not a full touchdown, six and a half. Yeah. So, and I don't know. I'm also thinking Alvin Kamara's going to pop the fuck off this game, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, the Falcons' defense is pretty yeah, trash. I think, I think Alvin Kamara uh, is going to score over 35 points of fantasy. Yeah. This week, that's what I'm calling. That would help you out, so, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to differ from you guys here. I'm taking Falcons plus six and a half. Uh, Saints, I as, as great as they looked last week, their defense is incredible. Their offense is basically let's give the ball to Alvin Kamara and see what he does, even mm-hmm. w- even when they had Jameis. Um, I, and I, I, I think this is a, a divisional game, a lot of bad blood between these teams. I, I think the Falcons have a little too much pride to get blown out by more than a touchdown. I, I, I'm going to like I like the six and a half. If it was anything lower, I don't think I'd take it. But I, I think I think they'll keep it within a touchdown. That's like, like respectable. Uh, the, the Falcons, you know, b- before they lost last week, they were on a bit of a win streak on their own, and I think they're looking to get back on the right track. So I'll differ from the two of you here and take Falcons plus six and a half. Charlie, I'd like to bring up a, a quick point here. Yes, Luke. You said you said that their offense was just give it to Alvin Kamara, even with Jameis. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. I would like to highlight that <laughs> under Trevor Simeon's helm. Kamara had his fewest touches all season. Wow. Yep. Really had to pull the stats out on me on that one. I did, because I was curious. I was curious. I, I, I mean, I think that's that's a bit more of a testament I to... to and then, yeah. I think that's a bit more of a testament to the Buccaneers' run defense than it is to the the uh, the Saints' offense, if you... Or Trevor Simeon, I should say. Their secondary has been banged up all year long. And the run defense has been their their strong point on defense. So I think that was part of the game plan. Maybe not try and give it to Kamara thirty times up the middle. Uh, it, it, different game plan, different different story here against the the Saints. So or the Falcons, excuse me, for the Saints. Moving on, Las Vegas Raiders at New York Giants. Raiders sitting at five and two somehow amidst this controversial season to say the least. New York Giants two and six. I think they've dropped like two or three straight. They're uh, they're spiraling r- right now. They got injuries all along their team, defense, offense. They're down to the practice squad guys and beyond that. Um, Raiders though, like I said, they've been dealing with a lot of shit so far this season. First Gruden, now this whole Henry Ruggs thing. It's just uh, it's it's going to be tough for the Raiders coming off uh, an emotional event like that this week to to go go fly across the country to New Jersey and play this Giants team that has the chance to upset. And I'm actually going to be taking the Giants plus three here against the Raiders. I don't know about a win, but I, I like that spread plus three, and I think it'll come down to the wire uh, for the Raiders here in MetLife. Yeah, this is a weird game, um, but I think i got, I got to go Giants here. Uh, I mean, Giants kept it close with the Chiefs. 
Um, so I think Raiders uh, will be a little easier, and I think uh, I think they could easily cover. Yeah, I just think the Raiders are going to be a bit distracted, you know. Yeah, yeah, that too. No doubt, but they also kept it cl- close with the Chiefs with Shep and Tony still in the lineup. Mm. And for this game, both both of those players dropped at the end of the last game. No Saquon so, too. He got ruled. He, he got he got uh, ruled out today officially for this game. Damn. He got COVID. No, he doesn't have COVID, but he was ruled out with with the ankle injury. All right, moving on. New England Patriots at Carolina Panthers. Both these teams sitting at four and four. Patriots three and a half point favorites on the road in Carolina. Lack of respect for the Panthers. Um, I, I was actually talking about this game earlier this week with somebody. I can't remember who, but uh, I, I really like the Patriots here. Three and a half points. Bill Belichick versus Sam Darnold. I know from firsthand experience that matchup never goes well, ever, in the favor of Sam Darnold. You have the seeing ghost game. If you looked up all of Darnold's stats against the all the Patriot games he played when he was a Jet, he always shit the bed. And I, I think Belichick knows exactly what to do to throw Sam off his groove. And Sam has been off his groove for the last couple weeks now. He's been one of the worst quarterbacks in football, uh, bluntly speaking. And um, I'm going to be taking the Patriots to win by at least four points here in Carolina, definitely. Is that, is that the spread, three and a half? Yeah, three and a half points. Okay. Uh, see, I'm, I'm rolling Panthers here. <laughs> CMC coming back. I don't think that I I just don't believe in the Patriots. They're a spotty team. They're suspect. They they win against who they shouldn't, and they lose against who they shouldn't. It, it, they're spotty. They're sus. I'm rolling Panthers. Uh, I think Patriots are pretty solid. Uh, I think Patriots. Yeah, they beat the Chargers work. last week, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, a team that they shouldn't have beat, right? And they, so so they, so if they shouldn't be beating uh, the Panthers, they're going to beat them. No, they should be beating the Panthers. That's why. Oh, I think okay, so yes, yeah, so then I'll go. Pee. No, but that's yeah, why pee. I think they won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna be having this conversation Monday after the Panthers stun him and CMC has four touchdowns and Charlie's crying because I'm playing him in fantasy. <laughs> we're gonna be having the same conversation, and it's gonna be me saying, "I told you so." You mean that, you mean that same Patriots defense that, that that's locked up like every other running back this year so far? What other running backs have they locked up? Uh, Austin Eckler, Michael Carter. Um, Leonard Fournette, they locked up. Come on now. I'll uh, check you on this. I'm, I'm gonna roll the Patriots. Austin Eckler got locked up, huh? Yeah. Six catches, sixty yards, eleven rushes, sixty-four yards, and a touchdown. That's pretty quiet for Austin Eckler. Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty quiet for all that nonsense. So CMC will get about the same thing. Austin Eckler got locked up. By the Ravens, shocking. Um, Washington, yeah. Mm-hmm. So is the by, by Washington defense. The Washington defense, yeah, they're sitting at what two and five, two and six. Yeah, not good. They're trash. All right, moving on. Buffalo Bills at Jacksonville Jaguars. I smell a blowout. <laughs> Buffalo Bills yeah. sitting at five and two atop the AFC East. Jacksonville Jaguars sitting at one and six on the bottom of the AFC. Bills are 14.5-point favorites. I think that's the biggest spread of the weekend uh, for all these games. And I have a hard time picking against the Bills, if I'm being honest. I think they'll blow out the Jaguars. Not much to say about that. The Jaguars suck. Urban Meyer is a bit in over his head right now. Trevor Lawrence has been playing some good ball the past few weeks, but 
The Buffalo Bills are one of the best teams in football right now. Josh Allen's playing at a high level. That offense is operating. The defense is playing well, uh, playing just as well. And I'm going to be taking the Bills to win by 15 points over the Jacksonville Jaguars easily. Yeah, I gotta go with Bills. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I, I like I, I can see the Bills shutting out the Jaguars. Um, yeah, remember how bad so, they beat the the Texans earlier in the season? They were yeah, like they, forty nothing. They, they shut out two teams, I think, yeah. this season. Right? Yeah, so I think they, that could definitely happen again, with Jaguars. So I think Bills, Bills is a smart move here. Well, I'm a big Josh Allen hater. <laughs> this guy, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> However. That Bills defense has been terrorizing quarterbacks' offenses since the season began. I'm, I'm going Bills. Go Bills. Yeah, the Bills better watch out next week, bro. They went when they got Mike White to uh, to worry about. That that, that 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 defense that defense won't be looking too hot against the goat. All right, next Minnesota Vikings at Baltimore Ravens. Vikings sitting at three and four, second place in the NFC North. How trash is that division? Baltimore Ravens five and two at at the top of the AFC North. Ravens are six point favorites at home here. Uh, yo, lucky Luke, you take this one from the top. You said Ravens are minus three and a half. No, Ravens are minus six point favorites. Oh, minus six at home. I think I'm gonna have to go. Six. See, the Ravens have just not really been that great. Vikings, however, ah, uh, you know what? Yeah, even I'll worse. Go, yeah, I, yeah. See, I was trying to think of something, but yeah, no. I think Ravens at home. Wasn't their last home game they got smacked up by Joey B? No, it, what was that? It was that in Baltimore? Yeah, they did. That was yeah, in Baltimore. That. It was in Baltimore. Yeah. All right. Those Baltimore fans. They're out for blood, and I think Lamar's going to deliver. Max, what do you yeah, say? Yeah, I think I don't know. This is a hard one, but I think I mean because like the Ravens haven't been performing that good recently, but I think as the Vikings, they'll do a lot better. Um, so I'm I'm, I'm going to just go Ravens here. I'm going to roll with the Vikings plus six. It's too many points for my taste. Um, I think the the Vikings will be able to run the ball on the Ravens and be able to control some clock. That's how you beat Lamar Jackson is you control the ball, you run the ball, burn some time, and keep him on the sideline. And I think the Vikings have the formula to do that. The the Ravens' defense isn't exactly top tier. I don't think it's as good as the the Cowboys' defense like we saw last Sunday night when the Vikings struggled there. But... uh, I, I, I do like the Ravens to win the game. Like, I, like money lines sounds like a good bet to me, but t- uh, six points is a little too much for my taste. So uh, I, I like the Vikings to keep it close and maybe even uh, even give the Ravens a scare down the stretch. Maybe, you know, have to be a last-minute field goal or last-minute points of some kind. I'm thinking Dalvin's going to get locked up, to be honest. This guy. <laughs> Just because I have him on my fantasy team and I'm playing him this week, I think Dalvin gets locked up. I'll have you know the, the Ravens are like 23rd against run, running backs in fantasy. So I did see that. I did. I did notice that. Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to watch your mouth there, buddy. We shall see. All right. Moving on. Los Angeles Chargers at Philadelphia Eagles. Chargers are four and three, coming off a tough loss to the Patriots. Eagles three and five, coming off a blowout over the Lions. Chargers are one and a half point favorites on the road in Philadelphia. Moneyline Max. This sounds like a pick 'em. One and a half points. 
Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to pick the Eagles here. Um, Rolling with the think, Eagles. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Eagles, bro. Those, those, uh, bro, those, dude. I, I think Jalen Hurts is low key like the MVP. Sure. Um, man's kind of popping off, bro. I mean, listen, you know, it's it's a pretty even game, but I just think I think Eagles could like could, could definitely do it. Don't let the fantasy points fool you, bro. Jalen Hurts ain't that good. <sighs> He's MVP, bro. <laughs> The MVP, maybe? No, that's my, that's Mike White, bro. You're right. You're right. No, I'm going to go Eagles as well. Justin Herbert's been... Oh, my God. Stinkers. Absolute stinkers. That man... Uh, don't get me wrong. He, he's a young guy. He's got he's got a promising career, but as of late, he's not looking as uh, as good as, he, as we saw last season or maybe even at the beginning of the season. Okay. Well, you're both on crack because Justin Herbert's marching into Philadelphia and absolutely shredding that Eagles defense because they're they're trash. They're not that good. They like like whoop de doo. They fucking held the Lions to six points last week. The Lions suck even more than the Eagles. I don't even know why this this line is one and a half. The Chargers are going to absolutely shred the Eagles. And in fact, it's my lock of the week. Chargers one and a half, <laughs> baby. It's in my parlay. It's a oh. lock. Oh, baby. It's a lock. To win by two points? Come on now. This is Justin Herbert we're talking about here. Justin who? Justin Herbert we're talking about here. Who's that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who's that? Yeah, I got, I, I, got a, I got a who's that for you. Coming you up next. The rookie of the year, I'll slap you in your mouth. No, 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 no. I, I got a question for you, Luke. Who's next? Here we go. Ready? Green Bay Packers at Kansas City Chiefs. Packers seven and one coming off a big win against the Card- undefeated Cardinals last week. Chiefs four and four in the middle of a, a pretty ugly season for their standards. Chiefs are seven point favorites at, uh, at home. The line early in the week was Packers by three, but unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers uh, is no longer immunized. Apparently, <laughs> immunized, <laughs> and he has come down with COVID, so he'll be out for the game. Jordan Love, who was a first-round pick in the 2019 draft, will be getting his first uh, NFL starting action in Kansas City, a pretty tough place to play. Chiefs are seven-point favorites, but I think that's a little little bit too much respect for the Chiefs, who have been terrible on defense and average on offense this year. I'm taking the Packers to cover a touchdown, definitely. Uh, I don't know if Jordan Love's going to be as great as people think he will be, but with guys like Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, how can you not look somewhat successful in that Packers offense? Uh, I think the Packers will cover the spread, but not win, unfortunately. I don't think they're going to win, but definitely a touchdown is a little generous for the way the Chiefs have been playing. I'm honestly a firm believer that Jordan Love's going to come in and carve up that JV Chiefs defense in his first game, bro. Come on, bro. It's not even he, he played week one for like a half a quarter. He played for the whole second half. No, he didn't. I, I swear he did. He did not. Stop the cap. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how good Jordan Love is. Like, like that's why I'm having a hard time with this decision. I'll tell you how good he is. All right, you're right. He only played for half a quarter. Yeah. One drive. He played He played one drive. <laughs> no, two drives. No, 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 one drive. One and a half drives. Five for seven, 68 yards. Not bad. All right, yeah, I'll take Packers. <laughs> <laughs> a drive and a half is good enough for Max, I guess. Yep. It's like a feeling. Let's, so, be, let's be honest. He, 
he he practices with the goat every day. Okay. Every day. Okay. He, he, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. He's he's not. He's no Aaron Rodgers. He's not going. That offense isn't going to be flowing as it usually is. But he, like, he's he's definitely he's better. I, I'd say he's better than Tua. Better than Tyrod. Better than Justin. Oh my Herbert. God, bro! What, the, what? Better than Justin Herbert? I just wanted to make better than Josh Allen too. <laughs> Like, like even saying two is a stretch. Like he hasn't even started a game yet, because he's been behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. His biggest knock coming out of college was he was too raw to start right away, bro. He's not ready yet. That's why he isn't starting. He's not starting because Aaron Rodgers is still there. Oh, trust me. If 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 the Packers coaches in practice were watching Jordan Love play and they were like, "Oh, we we, we need to get this guy in the field now," I, I'm telling you, Rodgers, Rodgers would have been gone in the off season. But they knew how bad Jordan Love was, and they knew how bad they needed Rodgers, which is why Jordan Love isn't really that good. At least not yet. I'm 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 sure he'll he'll have some time to develop and get better. But right now, I don't think he's 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 as as great as people think he is. I just I just don't think that's the case. I. I... I'm not going to say he's a great quarterback. We obviously haven't seen enough to make that statement. All right, so don't say he's better than Tyrod Taylor and Tua Tungle Viola, bro. Tua Tungle who? Tungle Viola. <laughs> it's Tungle Viola. Tungle Viola. Okay, we won't get into that right now. I think he, I think it's good enough. Yeah, yes, that's exactly. Good. He's going to be good enough. I, good hey, enough. hey, I'm 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 not I'm not disagreeing with you. We, we all have Packers plus seven here. <laughs> so why are we even arguing? Because you said he was better than than quarterbacks who have multiple starts in the NFL. He is. Oh my God. Okay. Whatever. We're we're, we're moving on. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> okay. Arizona Cardinals at San Francisco 49ers. A bit of a NFC West matchup. Earlier in the week, the Cardinals were one point favorites. But I actually just checked about, I don't know, before we started recording this half hour ago, and the line has moved in favor of the 49ers to two and a half points at home for San Francisco. I think that's because the Kyler Murray injury is a bit more serious than people thought. I think he's actually like questionable to play in the game, but, but like a, a serious questionable. He, he, like He is questionable, yeah. yeah. So it, it could, could be the, the no Kyler show. Uh, so th- this is a bit of a tough pick because we're not going to know if he's playing or not till Sunday morning probably. Um, but I, I think I'm going to I'm going to take uh, Niners two and a half just because uh, the Cardinals didn't look very good last week. I don't know how healthy D Hop is, and we all know how important he is to that offense in Arizona. And the Niners coming off a big win against the Bears, albeit it's the Bears. And I, I think I think the 49ers are in desperation mode right now. Uh, 100%. Jimmy G's playing for his job. Kyle Shanahan could be coaching for his job. And uh, I, I like a desperate Niners team at home here. I'll take the two and a half points. Who's who's Kyler's backup? Colt McCoy. <laughs> yeah, so see, this is a tough one because I want to say Niners, but I'm now seeing some news that I did not see before in that Debo Samuel is now doubtful to play tomorrow. Come again? <laughs> and Eli Mitchell might also be doubtful. With ribs. Debo with his calf injury. Debo's doubtful, you said? Oh, no, 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 no questionable. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, we scared for a second there. He's going to play. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. He's, he's projected zero points. No, nah, he's going to play. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but you, I'll say Niners. It, Colt McCoy, I don't even really know who that is. But, um, yeah. Yeah, who, who's the backup for Kyler? Colt McCoy. Yeah, I, I don't know who it is. But, I mean, honestly, I, I just got a feeling, bro. I think Cardinals. You're taking the Cardinals? I'm, I'm going to take Cardinals in this one, yeah. Luke, did you also take the Cardinals or no? I took Niners. Took Niners. Yeah, okay. That sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that's kind of a game where you can, like, like hold your pick until, like, kickoff because you don't know who's going to play and who's not going to play. But yeah. I'll leave it at that for now. All right. Sunday night football, Tennessee Titans at the Los Angeles Rams. This would have been a fantastic game had Derrick Henry not gotten hurt. Titans sitting at 6-2 and two on top of the AFC. Rams 7-1 and one at the top of the NFC. Actually, no, I think the Cardinals have a tiebreaker over them. But regardless, Rams are 7.5-point favorites at home. A lot of disrespect for the Titans without Derrick Henry, and I'm going to have to agree with that disrespect because I'm taking the Rams 7.5 points. I think without Derrick Henry, the, the Titans' offense is going to be lost. Adrian Peterson, they picked up this week. He's going to be, be filling in as the RB1 role for the Titans, and obviously he's not Derrick Henry, at least not anymore. Maybe back in the day he was. But, yeah, I think the Rams are going to light up this Titans' defense that just gave up 31 to the Colts. And, uh, yeah, Rams 7.5 seems like a lock to me, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I uh, I think – actually, okay, so my, my one question for this game is, is Vaughn Miller playing? Yes, yes, he is. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going Rams. <laughs> I'm going Rams. I'm also running Rams here. Without Derrick Henry, I feel like that Titans offense is going to be lost. Yeah, it's, it's such really a shame. loud. The Titans are going to be really bad without Derrick Henry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have your schedule in front of me, but like, they're because right now they're the number one seed in the AFC. Like, if if the season ended today, they would be like they'd have the bye. They're and they're screwed right now. The Titans, Rams, then they have the Saints next week. The Texans after that. The Patriots, Jag. See, like their schedule is kind of soft. They got they they got a bunch of really easy games. So yeah. it, as long as they can get to the playoffs. Uh, semi intact, maybe I, I think they'll win the division, hundred percent. But if Derrick Henry's back in time for the playoffs, then they'll be dangerous again. But as of right now, they're just going to be kind of limping their way to the uh, end of the season. I think. Might be uh, limping their way to a first round exit. <laughs> I guess we'll see. All right, moving on to the final game of the weekend: Chicago Bears at Pittsburgh Steelers. Bears sitting at three and three and five. Steelers four and three. Steelers are six and a half point favorites at home. Uh, man, what a snooze fest! What a terrible Monday Night Football game. <laughs> yeah, that's so it, like, like really, this is what you gave us, uh, uh, Luke. Give me, a, give me your pick. What, what, was it a pick'em? No, nah, it's Steelers are favored by six and a half points. See, what, what Steelers are we getting? <laughs> are, are, are we getting like two years younger Ben, or are we getting you know Ben? We're getting Ben. I mean. Again, tree, tree Ben. I think just Justin Fields has been showing a lot of promise the last two weeks. Yeah, but the Steelers' but again, defense, though. Yeah, the Steelers' defense is a whole other animal. Uh, I think I'm going to go Bears, to be honest. I don't think the Steelers have it in the win by a touchdown. Max? This is a really hard one. I don't know. I'm just going to go Steelers. You're going to go like, Steelers? I yeah, I don't have any justification, I guess, because they beat the Browns, maybe, but I don't know. Look, I'd, I'd like to clarify that I don't think the Bears will win. 
but I don't think the Steelers would beat them by a touchdown. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree with you there, Luke. I, I think this is going to be such an ugly, boring game of football. Like, I can see the final scores being similar to the one last week with the Steelers and the Browns, like 15 to 10 or something like that. Like, the Bears' offense sucks. Steelers' offense is pretty trash mm-hmm. as well. So I, I I like the Bears covering by by at least six points. That's uh seems like pretty like a pretty safe bet to me. So that's gonna do it. We just uh, finished all the games. Well, that, that, uh, it didn't take too long. Overrated or underrated? <laughs> Jordan Love. Go. Jordan Love <laughs> hasn't even played a game yet. Started in a regular he's season. Overrated, game. bro. All right, so properly. Nah, he's underrated. All right, overrated or underrated? Mike White. Underrated. Underrated. I think he's better than Zach Wilson. All right, well, let's not get sacrilegious here. That's, that's the Jets fan in me. I think he's properly rated. He, he had a great game. I think the, the, the promise that everyone is seeing in him was shown in that first drive. And uh, I, think, I think it's only going to be up from here. Honestly... I think Michael White's a little overrated. <laughs> if I'm being if I'm being 100 percent honest, so so the thing so, so the thing with Mike White is like watching the game on on last week against the Bengals and watching the game last night, Josh Johnson did exactly what Mike White did the week before. Like, hold I, don't, on. I don't think our offense is as bad as everyone thinks. It no, it's it, so so the problem the first few weeks was. It was Zach. He, he just he, like like he's a rookie quarterback. That's how it is. Like they just, it just takes him a while to, to learn the nuance of a new offense and all that stuff. So like, I think Lafleur had a leash on him. Yeah. So like 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 Mike White was just executing the offense, and so was Josh Johnson. Like last night, so White finished with ninety five yards and a touchdown, and Josh Johnson finished with three hundred and seventeen yards and three touchdowns. Great. Like 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 it's it, it's clear that that the system works. That was more than once, also, by the way. Yeah, well, fucking Wentz. <laughs> it's trash. I, we won't talk about Taylor's 200 yards. <laughs> yeah, right. 100. Oh my God, 19 carries for 172 yards. 9.1. Yeah, Yo, overrated or underrated, Jonathan Taylor? Underrated. He's, he's so yeah, underrated. He's, he's, he's a very top, underrated, top yeah. five running back in football easily. He's probably next up after Derrick Henry, to be honest. Whoa, whoa. I mean, ah. who are you gonna put above him? Calvin Kamara. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, CMC in his prime. Dalvin Cook. Well, you can't say CMC in his prime because you don't know even know if he's in his prime anymore. True. True. I don't know. Dalvin has not been the Dalvin we know this year. Yeah, he's been banged up a little bit, but he's still a uh, top back in football. I can agree, but the way Taylor's playing, he... all right. Let, let's let's eliminate the coming out of the backfield pass catching back. It's Taylor second behind Henry. I'd put Nick Chubb in front of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I was just about to think Nick Chubb. Okay, that that that's fair. I I I rest my case there. I would also put. Hold on. Maybe like Eckler. Or nah, because Eckler's nah, Eckler's like, like the pass heavy. catching bat, back. Uh, Antonio Gibson. If Gibson was was one hundred percent healthy, I feel like he'd be having such a great season. But he's just it, the shin fracture. Uh, yeah. Yeah, That's I don't. Why I drafted him. Yeah, man took a razor razor scooter to the shin. <laughs> you know what we should do next week? We should we should come in with a list of the top five quarterbacks in football. 
Mm, all, okay. for, all three he's, of us. He's two for every position. Yeah, every every position. I'm well, down. Not every position, but like wide receiver. But yeah, right. yeah, I, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I'm down. All right, Maybe cool. Like linebacker. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Linebacker, cornerback. Okay. Corner. Corners. Yeah. Right, so for, well, for 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 corners, gonna get. Um, do, do we want to do the big three on each side of the ball? What do you mean the big three? Like D lineman, corner, linebacker, quarterback, running back, receiver. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do we'll do offense next week and then the defense week after that. All right. Yeah, I'm about that. All right, word. So, yeah, let's let's, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. All right. Thank you guys for uh, for hopping on today. I appreciate that. It's been it's been a minute. Yeah, no problem. I guess we'll have to see how these picks pan out. I, I hope I do better than five. I I only got five right last week, bro. That, that's like that's terrible. Yeah, that was that was a bad week for you. But that was um, down horrendous. You do that again. Yeah, I'm kind of on a, on a big streak right now. Yeah, Matt, Max, you've been hot the past few weeks. Can't even cap. Yeah, like yeah, I'm I'm pretty hot, and like I feel like I should actually bet on my picks. But dude, I, honestly, I think I think I do better when I, like when you text it to me, and I just like like had gut feeling tell you what I think. Like when we start talking about it. And I feel like I do like I pick the wrong one. You're, like when we start talking about it, talk and I hear your guys into things, something. Yeah, like like when I hear you guys talk about it and stuff first, then it like sways my thing, like like my my decision. But like when you text it to me and I just like look at it and it instantly just pick one, I feel like I do a lot better because that's what happened See, the past two it's weeks. It happened to me last week as well, and I went eleven and four. I was <laughs> yeah. I was about to take the field for our rugby game, and I saw the text, and I'm like, oh shit! Uh, I quickly looked at the line, looked at the teams, and I was like, okay, and then I just went down the list. And I went yeah, yeah I was, yeah I was like on the bus to class, and I just like quickly did it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the wave. All right, well then I guess we'll have to see how our records turn out after this weekend if we uh, if we just talked about yeah. it. So yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, like like I'll probably do worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've been listening to the Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Badweaver.